Our Regenerate 2.0 campaign is an opportunity for members of First Baptist Church Athens to support the revisioning of the physical facilities of First Baptist Athens. With a church that is 191 years old and celebrating its 100th year in this physical sanctuary at 355 Pulaski Street, this is not the first campaign of this type and most certainly will not be the last. Today's podcast provides us with some insight from persons who are known as members of the cradle roll, those who were born into First Baptist Athens and are still here today. We are asking them to share some of their insights on persons and events at First Baptist Athens that were influential in their faith life journey, as well as why they support the Regenerate 2.0 campaign. Today, I'm talking with Jill Say Dawson. And Jill, who in your faith journey at FBC played a significant part in your growth and how? Well, for those who don't know me, let me give you a little background of my life at First Baptist Church. I was born into First Baptist Church. First Baptist Church is my father's family's ancestral church, I guess you would say. When I was born, my great-grandmother, 11 great-aunts and uncles, my grandparents, and my parents were members of this church. So I guess I would say that my biological family played a great role in my spiritual growth, but I also had a wonderful church family that loved me and helped me grow on my faith journey. I do not remember a single moment in my life that I did not know that I was a child of God and that God loved me. I remember countless saints who taught me in Sunday school and training union, GAs, choir, vacation Bible school, and they all loved me. Um, When I was little, we always parked in the uh, front of the church, and we came in the Hancock entrance, and Dr. E.B. Mell was always standing there shaking hands, and he was a very prominent man in the Athens community, but I didn't know that. I knew him as somebody who knew my name, and I knew that he could do bird calls (laughs) because he did them for me. Um, When we left church, we went through the front door, and Dr. Giddings was always there, and he shook my hand, and he knew me by name. So this church has always been an extended family for me. And how did that make you feel, Jill? Well, coming to church, I still have this feeling. It's almost it's like coming home. I feel this comfort and warmth um, every time I walk through the door. The sanctuary has the same smell it's had my entire life. <laughs> um, but it's just... It's part of my home, and it's, it's part of me. I even have a little piece of First Baptist Church that I take around with me. When I was in primary choir, I was playing in the parking lot waiting for my mother to pick me up after choir practice, and I skint my knee, and I have a little piece of asphalt, a little purple place on my knee. Um, <laughs> so I actually take a little piece of First Baptist Church with me wherever I go. And, and Jill, I would say that's the same sense that I, too, have about I can come into this building having been born here 
came here before birth, actually. You know, we came to church before we got here. <laughs> That's right. That's the way you, were, you and I were there. And uh, had family that were here. Mine's not quite as a long history because uh, my dad didn't come until the late 40s after World War II and finishing his degree at UGA. But that same sense of it's been a part of all of your life experiences. And at least in my case, and I feel probably fairly certain for you, there's a sense of peace that comes over you when you come oh, in. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, I was dedicated here, baptized here, married here. Both of my parents' funerals were here. Um, Every milestone, the church has been a part of it. And I've been thinking a lot lately about um, how our church has grown. And I've been thinking back about family when I was asked to do this. And it's going to be 100 years that this church has been right here on the corner of Hancock and Pulaski, and both of my uh, father's grandparents, both sets, were members of the church then when they took that step out in faith to move the church here to this corner. And I think of the thousands and thousands of people that have worshipped in this beautiful sanctuary that we have, um, been baptized in there, got married, had funerals there. Um, and I'm sure when they took those first steps, they had no idea that I would be here and that my children would be raised in this church, but they had a vision of the future. And then when the second part of this church was built in the 1950s, it was an educational wing um, that was built, and it was built uh, to give places for the youth and children to have their uh, Sunday school training union, choir practice, all of that. And I was one of those kids but so were my children. Um, some of my Sunday school children, excuse me, Sunday school teachers um, taught my children in Sunday school. And then when we had the 1990s edition, the major parts were a, a new wonderful youth area and the wonderful fellowship hall and fabulous commercial kitchen we have. Um, and we were members then. My parents were still alive and they were members. And we had no idea when we took that step out in faith that it would turn out to be a place for homeless people to live with family promise and a place for needy, hungry people to come every day and be fed by our daily bread. But once again, our church took a leap of faith and stepped out um, and built what we needed to help our community. And Jill... I think the point you're making is the steps of faith uh, towards maintaining and expanding our physical facilities and the care of those, the folks that made those decisions and, and those points in times that you mentioned, they had no way of knowing where that might go. And I think it's that leap of faith. It's the faith in our um, leaders within our church and the faith that God will take us to the places that we need to go if we will just uh, have that faith and moving forward as opposed to saying we don't need to do anymore. Um, we don't need to try to figure out uh, how to take that piece of uh, the service station that used to be on the corner. Yes. And if we had not made that leap of faith, look what we would not have the opportunity to, to do now. And so I think that is exactly what uh, the Regenerate 2 campaign is about, is us taking that next step. We may not know where those um, steps take us, 
but the people before us, as you very um, well said, also didn't know where it would go, but they knew there would be potential opportunities, and they might not know specifically what those opportunities could be. And I, I do think your point about our daily bread with the daily, uh, daily soup kitchen is a perfect example that 15 years ago, we would have had no idea that we could have done that. And now look what we do every day, uh, helping to provide food for people so they are able to have um, that comfort, uh, at least that in their life, uh, is something that takes one of the burdens off for them. Well, I've also been thinking about my children because I was really blessed to have family all around me when I was growing up. And both of my daughters are married now, and they live in different states. And I am so pleased that they have been able to find a, a Christian community and a church family where they can raise their children. I now have five grandchildren. can't believe I'm saying that. And all of them have been baptized now. And they may not have biological family around them, but they have a church family. And I think our church provides that for a lot of folks nowadays. A lot of people aren't living in the same town they grew up in anymore. And we can provide that extended family for the next generation that's coming up. And um, what of our faithful past at FBC do you see, and then how can this help inspire us all to be excited about our future? Well, the thing that I think has nurtured me my whole life here is the Christian community. Um, I think First Baptist Church has always had a wonderful community, and I think that we're ready to be called to do whatever we are supposed to do now. We, we need, I know, to nurture each other in our church, but we also need to be an extended family and a community um, for others around us and people who need us. And I believe that we are ready now to do whatever we need, whatever we're called to do. I think we had a little hiccup with um, COVID, as everyone did. Um, I said I never in a million, zillion years would have ever thought the doors of my church would be closed. Um, and then it's been a rough year and a half for everyone. But now as things are beginning to open back up, um, I think that we are ready um, to add to our church's wonderful history. And I can't wait to see what God has in store for us. And I, too, have the same, um, can't believe that we didn't have our actual physical doors open for that period of time, but one of the things that spoke to me is that we turned on a dime and we found a way to continue to provide our weekly services, even with the hiccups of sometimes the video worked and sometimes it didn't, uh, and uh, that's just a testament to uh, where there's a will, there's a way. And then as soon as it was safe and possible, we found a way to return to the in-person uh, services. And that, to me, speaks to the spirit that is here that says um, it may not look exactly the way it's always looked, uh, whether it's the, the, the way the service itself is able to be delivered or the way the physical facility looks. Uh, and again, we may not know right now what it needs to look like, but we know that we have two things that really uh, have been around uh, one forever, and the other for 191 years, and that's the faith and the belief of people in 
the fact that they may not know specifically what's going to take place, but they are following the uh, direction, the will of God that they feel, and that's what uh, we see in the future here. And as our support of this campaign here lets us know that we're doing our part to uh, build upon the past that has brought us to this point, and that, yes, we are doing our part to help build for the future, which we may be here to see, but we may not be here to see. But um, we have a long heritage that says we may not know, but it will happen. And uh, it's, it's like when you plant that oak tree. Yes. You plant that tree, <laughs> and probably in the lifetime that we're here, we may not see where it will ultimately be. Some of the trees that are here in the, on the property here are very examples of that. They were planted mm-hmm. when they were little saplings. Yes. And now they provide shade for 20 people to be under there or for kids to climb on. Um, So I think that that, I agree with you that that's what this church brings and this opportunity in our Regenerate campaign is to help provide that support for the future. We may not know specifically what the plans will be, but um, we know that we are in a position to do our part and help support and uh, the future, we don't know where it'll take us, but there's all kinds of awesome things that are out there waiting for us. Well, I can't wait to see what it is because I know God has some wonderful surprises for us, um, and I just can't wait. Well, fantastic. Thanks so much for today.